hear our cries. We pray in the name of Jesus. God, we pray for souls. We pray for the souls of mankind. We pray for our children in the school system. We pray, oh God, for every community. We pray for families. We pray against every attack of the enemy, every lie and deception of the enemy. We bind it in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for this day that you have given us. And God, we cry unto thee. Hear us, we pray, in the mighty name of Jesus. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable, O God, thy strength. O God, we thank you for all things. God, send your word. Oh God, give us clarity, oh God. Lead us and guide us, I pray, in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for those that are not showing the line yet, God, that you will stir their minds, stir their hearts. I pray for those that haven't heard or seen in a while. Shanita, oh God, Pima, oh God, Nikki, oh God, all those that we have not seen. God, stir them up, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, draw them, Father, as the evil days approaches. God, awaken those that are sleeping. God, we pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for all your many blessings. Thank you for what you've already done, and thank you for what you're doing. And God, I pray, Father, oh God, that thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts that we forgive our debtors, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, now and forever, we pray in the name of Jesus. We exalt you, O Lord. We
and Family and Friends Day. You probably have heard how Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church are reaching souls across the globe. And through our partnerships with Sierra Leone, Nigeria, Bahamas, India, Haiti, Kenya, Pakistan, Cuba, Mexico, Suriname, and domestically Alaska. And by the grace of God, our pastor, Senior Pastor Benjamin Nelson, has had the door open to where he spent time in India with our dear brothers and sisters who we have been partnering with and again collectively uniting to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the commandment that we all should be following. We thank and praise God for that. Amen. We want to thank you for your continued time, efforts, and your seeds that have been sown into our ministry. And of course, this is to support the ministry, missions, and other ministerial work where we support families and communities. Our cash app tag is dollar sign 1906Azusa. Again, for your giving, dollar sign 1906Azusa. Please be sure to designate where you wish to have your funds allocated, whether it's tithes, general offerings, missions, youth department, building fund, grief and loss, health and wellness, uh, veterans, and next gen ministries. We want to thank you again for your continued giving. We want you to mark your calendars because we have an exciting, exciting uh, opportunity to celebrate 100 years in ministry. The dates are May 22nd through June the 1st, 2023 in Anaheim, California. Our Connection 2023 conference will be held there. And you probably say, oh, okay, so what's the occasion? Again, 2023 will mark Four Square's centennial year. So all year long, we'll be celebrating 100 years of miracles in the movement of God through Four Square in the U.S. and around the globe. This is an historic event and a once-in-a-lifetime commemoration. We will not only look back on the history of how faithful God has been, but will also intentionally look forward to the next 100 years asking the Lord to unite us as we follow him in mission together. Again, mark your calendars. That time will be here soon. And um, this is a, an opportunity of a lifetime. You don't want to miss it. Please encourage someone possibly to join you. And we look forward again to what the Lord is doing through the Foursquare uh, International Church and, of course, our church, Azusa International Four Square Gospel Church, Waldorf, Maryland. God bless you. And again, we say, welcome to our worship. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Let us govern ourselves according to all the announcements. Yes. Amen. 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 So, good morning, family. We are now about to read and share together our Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church Statement of Faith. So, as we come together again, I will read the first line, scripture, and verse, and you will follow suit with the second. And then for the very last, we will all read together. So please, if you haven't unmuted already, please unmute as we begin. We believe the Bible is God-inspired, 2 Timothy 
chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. We believe that man was created in the image of God, but that by voluntary disobedience he fell from perfection. Romans chapter 5, verse 12. We believe that while we were fearful sinners, Christ died for us. Finding the part of all who believe on him. We believe that we have no righteousness and must come to God pleading the righteousness of Christ. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. We believe that upon sincere repentance and a whole heart of Christ, we are justified before God. We believe that the change which takes place in the heart and life at conversion is a very real one. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. We believe that it is the will of God that we be sanctified daily. We believe that baptism by immersion is an outward sign of an inward work. Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. We believe in the commemoration of the Lord's Supper by the symbolic use of the bread and juice of the vine. 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Verse 24 and 25. We believe that the baptism with the Holy Spirit is to endure the believer with the power. That the is after the same manner as in Bible days, Acts 2 and 4. And together, please, let's begin. We believe. That it is the will of God that we walk in the Spirit daily. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 30 through 32. Amen. Amen. Thank you. I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Oh, I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Oh,
Amen. I want us to take part of this and listen to what the speaker is saying. Amen. Because so many times we get ourselves in situations, but we don't run out of Amen. <coughs> and so I tell you, but the part that you tell us all things work together for the good, the them that love the Lord, which are called according to his purpose. Amen. The Bible tells us. Amen. And we want to know that God's word is true. We need to learn to wait on him. We need to learn to trust him. We cannot be uh, connecting with anybody and everybody because sometimes some people don't mean us so good. Oh, my God. Amen. But you have to know those that are around you. You need to know the company that you keep. Amen. You see the individuals that are looking beyond sometimes individual and you have to be still and hear the voice of God. You have to know when God is speaking. Everybody you connect with is not is for us. Amen. Sometimes we think they are, but they're not. Sometimes we hope they are, but they're not. And everybody can't go with us. Some people are major distractions in our lives. So this is the message coming up today that I want us to listen to. Amen. Hallelujah. Pastor, close your video while you're trying to bring that up, and sometimes that helps with the bandwidth for the internet. Close your video. Yeah, close your video, your picture, mm -hmm. your camera. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm.
saying because they were going to mentor you into the same madness that their mind. Excited that you're here. And I want to just tell you some of your problems are the result of people people that God is moving out of your life right now man good to see you from Palestine has a way of divinely protecting your life come on Stephen I see you come on Stephen I see you in the chat God has a way of removing people to save you from their influence he has a way of removing you because sometimes when God removes a person He's actually removing the demons behind that person. Can I just get real today? I'm just going to say it again. <laughs> Sometimes deliverance comes in the form of God removing demons from you. But then sometimes God will remove a person, and by removing the person in your life, he's removing the demons too. And I'm just saying that because you can't be friends with everybody to go where God's called you to go. You can't be in a relationship with everybody to go where God's called you to go. And God will remove people from your life to remove the demons that are behind that person so that you can walk in freedom. I'm just telling you like it is today. I'm only three minutes in. Is this a good word? <laughs> is this a good word today? I can't even see how many people are watching because I'm just going off today. Hey, if you're a part of... Um, if you're a part of any Facebook group right now, go ahead and share into the group. If you're watching on YouTube, I need you to hit the like button because the more times we can get people to hit the like button, the more people will see this broadcast, okay? So it's not going to happen on its own. I'm just going to tell you, a lot of times Christians think that miracles happen on their own. Guess what? You move and then God moves. You hit the like button and then God will use this to help more people because you did your part. So after you hit that like button on YouTube, make sure that you hit subscribe as well. Rachel Asbury says, keep going. I'm going to keep going. I promise. Sabrina says, how are you doing? Papa Six. Well, my name is Mike Signorelli and I do a daily broadcast that reaches 2 million people a month. Lot. The Bible actually gives an account that Abraham and Lot were in relationship, but Lot's cattle and his herd was eating more than their fair share, and it was taking up too much bandwidth. 
You know, let me give you an example. When you have Wi-Fi routers in your house, the Wi-Fi routers in your house can only support so many devices before too much bandwidth is eaten up. And have you ever gone to a, a house and, and you, you're watching something and it's like, man, uh, it's going too slow. Well, why is it going too slow? It's going too slow because too many devices are connected on the, the router. And so you've got to disconnect devices to open up bandwidth. And let me just tell you this, your mind can only handle so much. Your emotions are like a Wi-Fi router. And if you have too many people connected to that router, it slows you down. And so God is getting ready to disconnect. Come on, Margie. Thank you for sharing. I see in the comments. Come on. I see it all over. People are saying, I feel this word. If you feel this word, hit that like button right now. Let me see some like buttons going up. Des Moines, Iowa is watching. Cody, welcome. Come on in. This is this is a day that the Lord is speaking loud and clear. God's voice is not rare in the earth right now. You can hear if you tune in. You can hear. Nicole, good to see you. Come on, Yvonne. And you, some of the fatigue that you've been experiencing might not even be from demons that you're dealing with in your personal life, but secondhand demonic attack because you're connected people with people that their drama has become your drama come on they're they're because they're holding hands with the devil and you're holding hands with them then by proxy you're holding hands with the devil come on somebody do you hear what i'm saying let me give you another analogy because the lord is speaking so clearly right now here in the united states we have ground beef, and you go to a beef factory. Stay on with me. Don't leave this broadcast because God's got a word for you. When you go into a beef manufacturing factory, and they do what's called ground beef, they take the, the, the meat and they put it through these grinders. And there are times where they have to do a national recall because one batch was infected but because it goes through the grinder and it comes out on the other side there's no way of them differentiating what is infected with bacteria and what's not so the whole thing's got to get thrown out and see what happens is the more you come into deep relationship with people you can't even tell the difference of what's bacterially infected and what's not infected and so the whole thing's got to be thrown out and I and I some of you need to hear the Lord saying this to you you are trying to save pieces of a relationship, but it's almost like trying to take ground beef and saying, well, I'm going to try to save what's been infected and what's not been infected. But once that thing went through the grinder, it's all one. You can't separate it anymore. And some of you, your relationship has, has already gone through the grinder. You're so close. You're, you, it's, you can't separate what's infected and what's not infected. So the whole thing's got to be cut out. Oh man, I'm telling you, I'm ready today. I came correct. So Abraham and Lot, Abraham had such a heart of kindness for Lot. Abraham wanted to see Lot fulfill his destiny. But see, Abraham, when you read the scriptures, was eventually going to be one of the reasons why Sodom and Gomorrah happened. And so his heart was a heart for sin, not salvation. His, his heart was, I want to be right. I don't want to be righteous. His heart was, I want to do my own thing. I don't want to do God's will. His heart was, 
I want my will, not thy will. And because Lot was wired that way, the only thing that could happen was a separation between Abraham and Lot. And see, God has been trying to do this to you. Listen, God didn't start the global pandemic, but he did know it was going to happen. And he tried to use it divinely in your life. See, what the enemy meant for harm, God will turn it around for your favor. And there is a favor and separation. And he's tried to use even this uh, pandemic to separate you. But you keep picking your phone back up and you try to keep making a call with the dead and the dying. And God wants you to hook up life and life more abundantly. But you're going to have to let this thing play out and I'm just telling you right now Michelle from Plymouth Massachusetts who's tuning in I'm okay with being alone because I would rather be alone with peace of mind than be together with people and deal with chaos I didn't create is that a good word in South Africa <laughs> I'd be I'd rather be alone and be at peace some of you are like, why don't I have a mentor? And God's saying, because they were going to mentor you into the same madness that their mind has been manipulated with. I'm actually giving you peace instead of giving you a mentor. The person that you think you want to speak in your life, what if I told you they don't even have anything to offer you because they're just as confused as you are? <laughs> Some of you are seeking people more than you're seeking the Holy Spirit. The scriptures say that the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. How quickly we forget that the first century church after Acts 2 didn't have a physical Bible. They were writing the Bible out loud with their lives. They didn't even have, they only had the Old Testament scriptures, the prophets and the Torah. They didn't even have a New Testament Bible because they were living it. And they said the Holy Spirit will teach you all things. And some of you have forgotten that the Holy Spirit wants to mentor you more than the person that you wish would mentor you. Stop waiting for them to call you and start calling up the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Come on now. Now, I want to show you, though, in Scripture where this is very important, okay? Because I'm just going off today. I'm go I don't know if you can tell, but this is a very passionate topic. The person that you spend the most time with will be the person that you act the most like. The person that you spend the most time with will be the person that you act the most like. So I make it a priority to spend the most time with Jesus because that's who I want to talk like. That's who I want to love like. That's who I want to walk like. I want to be mentored by Jesus. So I make it a priority to spend more time praying without ceasing, reading the Bible, studying, Anybody who says that I'm not being discipled because I don't have a discipler has forgotten that we have the Holy Spirit. And we constantly want man to do the thing that God desperately wants to do in our life. And I'm here to tell you, I show up six days a week online, but the Holy Spirit will show up seven days a week in your life. And I need to know who this word is for today. <laughs> Spend time with the Holy Spirit. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good night, Holy Spirit. Good afternoon, Holy Spirit. Teach me your ways. Melissa Ann says, wow, mind blown. Come on, I'm going to feature that comment. Mind blown. Guys, did you share this yet? Because the world needs to hear this message. And I'm telling you, God is confirming things. Look at this. I can't hardly keep up with the comments, but I want you to comment even more. Let's double the amount of comments. We've already got a 1,000 messages today through this chat, and we're 12 minutes in. Let's set off a fire 
for the world to see right now. I've been talking about this rearranging. Let me give you another analogy because it's going to help you. I can't even find the comment I was going to feature going too fast. Keep on. Let's blow up this chat. Let's go to 2,000 comments real quick. Look at this. This is for me. Maria, this is for me and my husband. Come on now. Man, stop. Look at this. Somebody says I'm screaming. Go ahead and scream at your screen. Listen, here's the thing. You are about to become so confident in your relationship with God that you walk with the wisdom of God because you start sounding like him. You know what I mean? If you repeat a fool, you will be thought of as a fool. But if you repeat a wise man, you will be thought of as wise. If you hear anything coming out of my mouth that sounds like wisdom, you best believe it came from my relationship with Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit and scripture. To repeat a fool is to be made a fool. But to repeat a wise person is to become wise. If you're ready for this, tell me in the chat, I'm ready. I'm ready. Because some of you got deliverance. You vomited. Come on, you broke the generational curses. Why are you going to be in a relationship with somebody that won't even have the discipline to maintain the deliverance that you have in your own life? Get out of here with that. <laughs> You're the one who vomited the demons out. You're the one who did the financial course. You're the one who, who read the book. You're the one who disciplined yourself. How, why are you going to stay in a relationship with somebody that doesn't match your level of discipline anymore? Because now you're asking the question, do, do I want to lower myself to be in relationship with them? Or do they want to come up to my level to stay in relationship with me? This is a whole word today. Look, I'm kicked off. <laughs> That's what you're, if you stay in a relationship with someone that doesn't match your level of discipline, the only question you're asking is, do I want to lower myself again, or will they raise up their level to match my level of discipline? That's where we're going. And some of you, the reason why you found this broadcast is because you are going to get so depressed because of your loneliness that God had to prove to you that there are thousands of people just like you. You just might not know them in Massachusetts. You might not know them in Indiana. You might not know them in Michigan. You might not know them in Seattle. You might not know them in Australia. But just because they're not in your neighborhood doesn't mean that they're not in the kingdom. Whoo! Don't lose your sense of worth. Stop having friendships at the level of your self-esteem. Stop having dating relationships at the level of your self-esteem. Stop having business partners that make you feel comfortable to your level of self-esteem. Stop, stop going to churches that match your level of self-esteem. I'm telling you, you got to see yourself the way that God sees you. You got to see yourself the way that God destined you. And then you got to start putting yourself in a relationship with people that match the identity that you have in Christ not the low self-esteem that you have in your lack of confidence. <laughs> I'm spitting wisdom bricks today, y'all. If the Lord's not proving to you how much this word is for you right now, I don't even know what to say. I wish somebody would share this enough to go viral. Do you know that over 100,000 people saw my video from the airport last Friday? I was laughing to myself because I was late for live at lunch, making my way through security and held my phone to my face. But that word was such an on-time word, it literally showed to over 100,000 people. I believe that this word can be double. <laughs> Just 
Jessica says, you're rude. <laughs> Listen, they are rude to you every single time they treat you like your past instead of treating you like your future. They're rude to you when they take from you more than they give to you. They're rude to you when they expect for you to work for them and to invest in them, but they don't reciprocate it. That's rude. Rude is not is them not reciprocating. I'm, and you know what? I'd rather offend some of you out of a relationship that is a blood-sucking leech on your life. I'd rather offend you right out of that relationship because you will thank me once you got healed. I have had people who have hated the word of the Lord that I gave them in the moment and then came back to me and said, Pastor Mike, I am sorry because I couldn't see it then, but you saw it for me. And that's a good pastor. <laughs> and I, so let me be rude. I'm rude because I see the true you. I see the you that nobody else sees. I'm seeing the you that maybe only your mama saw. But I'm speaking to those who want to go deeper. I'm speaking to those who want to be called to greatness. There's a reason why you didn't give up. There's a reason why you didn't give up after the divorce. There's a reason why that terminal illness wasn't terminal for you. There's a reason why that car accident wasn't fatal for you. There's a reason why you were born with something that had to require an immediate surgery, but you didn't go down or go out. There's a reason why, and I'm here to call it out. But I'll tell you what, if you keep surrounding yourself with Job's friends, because <laughs> we got, here's another biblical reference that you can take a little bit deeper. Job had friends that were not friends to his purpose. See, they, they you know, I, I'll just, yeah, look at this, man, Maria, I, I mean, I'm going to shout this out. Cancer could not kill me. Job had friends that were not friends to his purpose. They were friends based on drama. That's okay. That's okay. I see your comments. That's okay. Somebody said, thank you for being rude. Woo! Now, <laughs> Laura says, I'm loving this word, Pastor Mike. Y'all, keep sharing. I'm going to keep preaching, but I need you to hit that share button. If you just joined in the last couple minutes and haven't shared yet, I'm imploring you. Hit the share button and then make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. We did cross 3,000 subscribers. I really would like to hit 100,000 in the next 12 months. Uh, and so if you haven't subscribed, subscribe and then ring the bell for notifications so you never miss a broadcast. And uh, yeah, somebody said you can choose between a blood sucker or Jesus who gave his blood so that you can see life eternal. Come on. <laughs> Chrissy, thanks for tagging your friend. You guys also can tag your friends or you can text this link out while it's live. I'd love to see you do that. Now, I just want to tell you that, um, yeah, come on, come on. Here's the thing. Some of you are even switching over to another platform to share it from there right now while it's live. Thank you so much. So Job had friends, but they weren't friends to his purpose. There are some people, I just want to warn you, they're only friends with you because they love talking about your problems with other people. Can I just tell you that in love? I just want to tell you that in love. They are friends with you because they need to be close enough to get the latest story so they can turn around and tell that story to their other friends. And so all you are to them is a walking tabloid. You're a newspaper and they just they want your life to be bad so they have something good to talk about. Can I just throw another wisdom brick, okay? 
They want your life to be bad so that they have something else to talk about, something good to talk about. Good gossip comes from bad situations, and your bad situations are good gossip to bad friends. And God is removing them because they're not for you, and they love gossip. Actually, I'll give you another scripture. The Bible says that where there is gossip, there is every other evil work. And so let's talk about demons. Let's talk about deliverance. Let me just tell you right now, gossip is a gateway. It's a portal to demonic activity because where you have gossip, watch, you don't have the fruits of the spirit, which is love, joy, patience, long suffering, kindness, gentleness. You don't have the fruits of the spirit where you have gossip. You have the fruits of the flesh and the fruits of the flesh are always uh, gateways to demonic activity. And so God, and here's what um, some of you have been praying, God, remove the demonic attack in my life. Don't be surprised if he removes a person that's connected to the demonic. Mm. I'm being careful with my words though, because our battle is not against flesh and blood, but I never said anything about fighting the person. I'm talking about letting them go. There's a difference. See, even Paul said, hey, well, there's some beef between me and Peter. He's leaning a little too much theologically into a works-based you know, kind of Judaism-oriented gospel, and I don't know that that's the right thing, so we're going to have to separate, and you go on your journey, you do your thing, and listen, let's, let's agree to disagree, and see, Peter had to go on his journey, Paul had to go on his journey, sometimes this is not a salvation issue, come on, am I teaching you the Bible today, sometimes this is not... A salvation issue. Sometimes this isn't a Christian versus a non-Christian. Sometimes it's a difference of opinion. Maybe they're leaning in a direction and you're leaning in another direction. They say, why are you always caring about those things? Why are you always thinking about those things? And instead of you trying to, to stop it, just embrace it and go your other way. Sometimes, uh, yeah, look at this. Look at this. This is crazy. Chrissy Angelo, who um, her and uh, her husband, Joe, so pastors Joe and Chrissy Angelo are pioneering our V1 Indiana church plant now. And they and Chrissy just said that she read this this morning, and it's a confirmation. Well, if I quote 40% of the Bible in the first 20 minutes, I'm probably going to confirm something. I, I just want to be honest. I've just floated between like six biblical stories. <laughs> but hey, here's what I want to tell you, though. Don't be surprised if you're saying, God save me from this demonic attack and then he removes a person but it's not that we're fighting against that person but it's because he's removing the the, the the thing that's connected to them okay he's removing the thing that's connected to them Can you hear me? Yes, and amen. Yes. We can hear you. I guess my camera don't want to come back on. Yeah, there. Amen, Marcy. Recording in progress. 
We now have your picture and your sound. Okay. Yes, I just love how he shared, you know, 
um, you got to let go of something, uh, some things. Some things may be, you know, holding you down or causing you harm, and you're wondering why you can't move forward. But you're looking at it as it's a thing or something that you're doing or something that you're not doing. And behold, it's a person, you know, an acquaintance or something. And how they just are hanging around to have you as the new news feed. You know, it's like all in your business, you know, not really giving you any advice. And now you ask them to pray for you, not really praying for you, you know, just there just there to take your take whatever your troubles are and and spread them <laughs> but not lifting you up at all or not causing you any any good at all not in your favor amen and sometimes we find that hard to to, to digest because we just knew that this was the will of god but when it was not really the will of god sometimes we pray and we think it's the will of God, but as he opened up, he said that the will of God, those people, they will be a blessing. In other words, he was saying they will be a blessing in your life. They will be a blessing. And everybody can't go with you. You may want them to go, but sometimes they can't go with you. And right now, God is doing a shaking. God is cleaning house. God is stirring the pot, per se. Because it got to be God. All or none. Amen. And it's so important that we know the will of God. The purpose. What is God's purpose for my life? What is God's purpose? And do you not know that the enemy's job is to this to destroy you, to hinder you, to keep you from uh, completing the will of God for your life. And he doesn't care who he uses or how he uses. But we have to uh, be aware of our surroundings, the people in our surroundings, our communities, and all. Because the enemy will use anybody. And you wonder why. Why are you struggling when the Bible says the blessing of the Lord will make us as rich and have no sorrow. But you're still struggling. You're still having a hard time. You've got to learn to surrender to the will of God. You have to be able to discern those that are around you. And this book that we get ready to do a book study on. It's going to open your eyes to a lot of familiar spirits. Amen. That you come in contact with. And uh, from finances to all. Amen. Any other comments? The word of God is good. And it don't take a whole lot of strength to just deceive it, believe it. Amen. No other comments? Any? Sound like he was all over me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! <laughs> I think he was all over many of us. Amen. And sometimes we have to be willing to accept the word of God. 
Amen. It may not come like you want it, but sometimes uh, you have to just be ready to receive the engrafted word of God. Amen. Because God's word comes to build us up, to encourage us, to correct us, to strengthen us. His word open our eyes to truth. In this day and time, we really need it because people rather believe the lies than the truth. They spend more time with other people and listen to other people than they do the word of God. Hello, somebody. Quality time with God. Our quality time with others. You know, it always should be quality time with God. Spending time with Him. That means even at times we have to steal away. That means at times that we have to get along with God. Fasting, praying, just being still and knowing that He is God. We have to know this. All right. Any other comments? Praise God. All right. Send down your rain, Lord. Send down your rain. Send down your little rain.
just a comment as I put it in the chat. As we prepare to go into this study, please be prayed up. And just remember, bring forth, you know, even if you have to write a list of some of the things that have been troubling you so that as we go through it, you will be able to identify it and learn how to remove it from your life because you'll be surprised how the enemy will uh, distract, but also a covert operation. He will disguise. So just be prepared, you know, to to be a, to learn to identify and then to also learn through prayer how to rid yourself of it or to remove it from your life so it'll no longer be a distraction or a hindrance in your life. Amen. But also guard your edges so that it will not come back. So I pray that this lesson will teach us because we know that it will come back stronger than it was before. So I pray that during the lesson, we will learn how to not only identify, but forming the weapons of warfare so that they will not be able to return. Amen? Amen. Which it says, deliverance from unseen demonic enemies and spiritual death. Amen. Amen. Do we have any prayer requests? I I know that I have one for um, Champlain Court. Do we have any others? Yes. Uh, if we could uh, uh, lift up the Robinson family, uh, Pastor Rob, Pastor Ethel Robinson, um, her niece passed away, and the mother is uh, is Shelley. So just prayer for the family's uh, you know peace and comfort for the loss of uh, Taisha. Brother Hillary's mother. Any others? Brother Perry, if you're able to unmute, can we hear from you? Even if it's just a hello or hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. All is well. Um, good to hear you all's voices. And Pastor, thanks for sharing with uh, Pastor Michael talking about today. Amen. 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 Thank you. We're praying for your wife to be able to come soon. Any others? All right. All right. Well, all hearts and minds. Most gracious and heavenly Father, as we come before you at this time and just praising you for allowing the technology to flow so that we can all meet together here today as we stand in the gap for our loved ones, Father, as we also stand in the gap for those that have gone on before you or gone on to glory, Father, those that are waiting to transition as well. Father, we pray that during their last breath, 
that they gave it all to you, that they accepted your son, that they accepted him and asked for forgiveness, that they repented before they transitioned. Father, and I ask that because it seems as though each week that we come together, we've had a loss. And Father, we may not have had the opportunity to speak your word or to speak life with them before they transition. So we pray that someone somewhere did or that their heart felt the desire to do so for themselves so that they will not be lost. I know some wait till the very last minute as if they are just knowing that at that last minute you will open that door. But I pray that their hearts were ready. Father, not just the do the deeds of doing good, but that their hearts were ready, Father, and that they allowed Holy Spirit in. So, Father, as we also pray for Brother Perry's wife and Sierra Leone, Father, and Pastor Ty. Pastor Ty, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Uh oh, he put a wife on you. I was thinking that, but when you said it, yeah, when you said it, I was like, okay, I guess I had it confused. But Brother Perry, my Air Force comrade, Brother Perry, I pray that all is going well, that you no longer have first sergeants or any other people that are in uniform rising up against you, that they will see your light in the workplace, Father, that they will, his light will be able to shine and he will be able to cover more territory than he ever thought he would, that that those troops, that uh, the other comrades, his fellow comrades, airmen will come to him just seeking his advice for what he's standing on, Father. So, I, Father, I ask that you increase his territory as well as increasing his faith, that he can stand on it and hold his head upright and be a light, a light, Father, for you. So, Father, I pray that he will soon have a testimony that how his fellow workers are coming to him and asking and asking him. How does he do it? And he'll have the opportunity to share. If he's not already sharing classes, sharing testimonies, or sharing a Bible study with them, Father, place him in the place that you desire. Allow his heart to align with yours, Father. So we thank you for that correction, Father, in the name of Jesus. But Father, as we move on, I ask that we pray for the Robinson family, for the mother, Shelley. And as I prayed before, the family, the family member that transitioned, Taisha, Father, I've seen this month and, and this year how parents are losing their children, Father. And we again ask that you comfort them. But we also thank you for having Pastor Christine there for them as well, for the grief share Father, that her ministry will be able to take hold of them, that they will be searching her out, and that her ministry will too also, Father, grow in leaps and bounds. Father, we know that you have great things in store, in store for, for the torch of hope, Father. So I thank you so very much for all that you're doing and all that you will be doing because we are even starting to see things father you're putting people in places in people in places things in places and father we're just waiting for you to give her the word to tell her when it's time to release and move forward so father we thank you for everything that you are lining up that you're lining up 
for the ministry. Father, the same thing with Brother Hillary, as he is away from us. He had a wonderful testimony last week with his son and then this week for his mother. And Father, we know that that is a distraction, Father. So we lift his mom up right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, and ask that you will heal her, Father, but you will also have allowed her son to be with her during this time. So I pray that while he is by her side, Father, that they will be able to discuss not just you and the relationship that he has formed with you, Father, but she too will be able to share some of her wisdom and knowledge and her faith as well, Father, and bestow it upon her son. And he will also be able to bestow it upon his son, Father. So we thank you for what you're building there for the Hillary family that you allowing them to come together, even though it may not seem like the perfect opportunities to us in, in our visual, in the human's eyes, Father, but we know not what you are doing within the Holy Spirit. So, Father, we thank you for the opportunity for him to be able to be by his mother's side. And, Father, yes, Lord. And, Father, we know that also for Champlain Court this week, it looked like a defeat. But, Father, I want to say that you've told us many, many times before that it may look like we are losing the battle, but you have the outcome for the war. So, Father, we thank you for what our eyes may be able to see once more in the flesh, but the things that you are operating up in the, in the spirit, Father. So I pray that we do not be dismayed. I pray that we stop casting out the messages of defeat and that we continue to claim the victory in the name of Jesus. Because when we put out messages of defeat, that will cause those that do not know you to take it and, and, and have it in their hearts and to spread it. And we don't want it to go anywhere. We don't want it to go anywhere. So put that fire out of defeat right now in the name of Jesus so that those that may not know you and may not have the faith to stand on your word will not linger on it, but cover them with the glory and the victory of, of your Holy Spirit and the things that you can do that we know not. Father. So put them back in their comfort zone. Allow them to see through what may be gray, what may be dim, but allow them to see through and see the light on the other side. So Father, we thank you for each and every person on this line. We thank you for Deaconess Kay, Father, her health and her strength and her wisdom. Thank you for allowing her to be with us on this technology here and for us to hear her voice Father, for us to know that she is well and to put her in the space to continue to keep our senior pastor lifted. And as Turner was with us this morning, we pray for her family and we pray for Sister Flo, Father, that as she moves into her new position with the new church and her position with her new home, Father, that it is blessed, that it is blessed. We miss her, but we've also asked for more council members. So, Father, we pray that you will send them and that as we prepare for our next council 
meeting that you will cover it and orchestrate it so that it will all be, everything we desire will be covered, a plan will yes. be made, and we will move forth on each and every item that you have orchestrated for us and given us the will to complete as our will lines with yours. So in Jesus' name, as we part from this line, but never your presence, we're putting God first in everything that we do. Amen. 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 Thank you. You're welcome. You are welcome. Let me start to share our song. Stand by. My apologies, I have to stop a whole lot of things here. You all see that? His ability is. Yes. Oh, glory right. to God. Can you hear it? Oh, glory to God. Yes. Yes. All right. Oh, I, mm -mm, I apologize now. I'm fast forward. Bring it back. But his ability is. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. And I know sometimes in situations like tonight, people may sit and look at you like you're crazy. But if you don't know my pain, you will never understand my praise. Because over 20 years ago, I had a nervous breakdown. And the doctor said I would never get well. I was on welfare. I was divorced, I was broken, but today the bomb in Gilead has made me whole, and that's why I worship him. It don't matter what you think about me, I owe him all the praise, because if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? I would be like a ship without a sail. I would be tossed to and fro with no direction. But I found him to be a doctor in the sick room. I found him to be a lawyer in the courtroom. I found him to be a healer. Oh, somebody ought to bless him. If you sicken your body, he still heals. Hey, Lord of Messiah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Whatever you're in tonight, you can come out. You say, sister, how do I get out? Praise your way out. Can I get somebody to 
Don't mind. 
Thank you, family. Someone shared that with me, and I thought it was also appropriate. 
after that message today. Amen. Amen. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Pastor Christine. Shalom. Shalom.